Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Halfway through another week, that means a couple days closer to getting out and doing a bike ride or going on a cool hike this weekend. It looks like the weather's going to be nice. It's going to be a little bit on the cool side here in upstate New York. So, yes, I'm excited. Don't know what I'm doing yet. Probably won't know till Thursday night till or Friday morning, but I'm just excited because I know I'll be doing something really fun this weekend. This week, I want to go back to a topic that we talked about last week, and that was the situation in New Hampshire where there was there were a pair of hikers who were arrested. They were criminally charged. I think it was with endangerment. I can't remember off the top of my head, and forgive me, I should have probably went back and looked at my notes, but the bottom line is they were placed under arrest, and they paid fines, and I think it came to $250 each, and it sparked a debate. What do we do about hikers who go out and they're not prepared. People who are just simply going out into the woods and they're wearing sneakers, they're not bringing water bottles, they don't have the proper clothes, they don't have maps, they don't have any knowledge of Leave No Trace. And this did spark some feedback. And I'll read, well, two in particular. One is from one a, one of our Patreon members, Jessica from Smith Falls, Ontario. And Jessica, thank you for your support and being a Patreon member. Jessica writes this, Papa Bear, I found your episode very interesting. This is a controversial topic. From my own perspective, this is how I see it. I am a hiker who does everything I can to be prepared. I approach my hikes with caution and preparation. However, if I have to fear that I may be held criminally responsible, I may face fines just because I forgot something, I forgot to pack something, or that I may have to pay a fine or have to pay a large sum of money because I got hurt and I need to be rescued, that would turn me from being cautious to apprehensive and ultimately may prevent me from enjoying the outdoors altogether. That is not a good thing, and I believe there is a better solution to this problem. You're absolutely right, Jessica. I'm with you 100% on that. There is just There just has to be a better solution to this problem, this issue, and it's not going to go away. I just, I just do not believe that this idea of criminal charges, punitive responses is going to prevent anything. If that were the case, there'd be no crimes. Our friend Lindsay from Hike Bike Botany, she wrote in, this is interesting. I understand the need to find some people deemed irresponsible, but charging them? No, accidents can happen to anyone. And normal hikers shouldn't be charged, in my opinion, especially not people who are responsible and just have bad luck. I wonder what kind of impact this would have on the hiking community if now everyone needs to be rescued, everyone that needs to be rescued is charged or fined. And Lindsay, again, you're spot on with this. What message are we sending out? Okay, there are those of us who are responsible, who have the knowledge, who take the proper precautions who plan, who make sure we are packing the 10 essentials, uh, that, that we're leaving plans behind. I just, as I said, I've thought hard about this all week. I just don't think a punitive approach will work. I just don't think it's the answer. There's a time and a place criminal charges are warranted. We should be scared to drive our cars when we're under the influence of alcohol. We should be. And there should be consequences. There should be criminal and financial consequences to that. We all should know better. We all should be afraid to do that. 
We all we have driver's license. We all had to pass driver's test. We understand that. But I think if we start putting a price tag on the what ifs when it comes to the outdoors, we're just going to be chasing people away. And unfortunately, a large number of the people that are chased away might be people who are responsible. People like Lindsay, people like Jessica, who are, who, who are thinking, hey, I just don't want to take the chance that I'll slip and, and need to be rescued and, and end up with a $9,000 or $10,000 bill. Or that the person that might say, you know, what happens if I, if I lost my map and I need to be rescued and, and then I'm being fined $500 or arrested for that because they're claiming that I, I wasn't prepared. Where's that line drawn? There, there's a there's a better answer to it. Over the past week of thinking about this, I came up with this one possible solution. And I'm not trying to simplify what is a, a growing problem. I just really thought about what is the answer because I feel very strongly that arresting people is definitely not the answer. It is not going to stop somebody from going into the woods, going on hikes unprepared. It's just not going to to achieve what they think it will. It's not going to happen. And here's what I believe we should consider doing or what people in the positions of authority should consider. If it's determined that somebody was just blatantly unprepared, and we've all seen it, we've been out on the trail and we've seen the people hiking in their jeans, not carrying anything, not even having water bottles and just putting themselves and the people responsible for hiking them, for rescuing them, putting them in danger. We've all seen it. So if it's been determined this is somebody that just didn't care. Maybe the answer is this. There is a possibility of a, I'll just randomly pick a number, $100 fine. Okay, something to think about. But make sure it's posted at the trail. That put it so it, it, it could be seen. Hey, you know, make sure you have this. Because if, you're, if you don't have these things with you, you run the chance that you might be fined. And if you are fined, you have the choice to either pay the fine or attend a six or eight hour outdoor education and safety class. I'm willing to bet that every outdoor club, every outdoor retailer, every outfitter would jump on the opportunity to host something like that. Education. You've heard me talk about this with Leave No Trace. Oftentimes it feels like we're preaching to the choir. Well, it's the same thing with outdoor safety. We talk on and on and on about the 10 essentials and the importance of having this and bringing this equipment with you. But who's listening? We need to find a way to get these messages to the people who, in this case, I believe are going out maybe for the first or second time. They may live in an area that doesn't have anything that's considered uh, difficult or challenging. I live in New York State. I grew up right outside New York City. I went to school with people who didn't believe there were hiking trails. They didn't, they didn't even know the Appalachian Trail went through New Jersey. Yeah, I can see how somebody can fool themselves into thinking, well, you know, the Catskills, that's it's two hours away. How tough could that be? Educate people. I think people that know better, that learn, they're not going to make that mistake. I really, and maybe I'm being naive. Maybe I have, maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I just really believe that when people know better, when they learn, they're not going to do it. And yes, you're probably thinking, well, you know, speeding's against the law, but people still speed. No, I, I think that when it comes to the outdoors, especially when it comes to the possibility, you know, when they start to see the possibilities of what can happen to them, if the rescuers don't get to them fast enough, I, I have to believe that, that that's the right approach.
Another letter we received, I keep calling these letters, one of my living in the 1990s or 2000s here. Another message we received was from Tim, and Tim didn't give us a location. And he says to me, I live in one of these communities that a lot of hikers go to. And I see people, it happens two or three times a year, people go in unprepared. It's my tax dollars paying for this. Oh, please, my tax dollars. Tim, no offense. No offense. And I know this is where I'm going to run the risk of upsetting some people. But you know what? There's laws that say you can't steal a car. You can't break into a car. You can't vandalize a car. And the majority of us, the 90-something percent of us that go into the woods prepared, not the two or three that have to be rescued with your tax dollars, but the majority of us, run the risk of our cars being vandalized, stolen. I'd read an article before I left for California about catalytic converters being stolen from trailheads. We've had it here in other areas I've hiked where cars have been vandalized. Please. I, and I think a lot of people in this community, we spend money where you live. That money, in a lot of cases, pays state sales tax. It goes to the profits of the businesses that we utilize, whether it's getting food, gas station, getting a meal. The owners of those businesses are using our money to pay their property taxes in your community. No offense, Tim. I think this is a quid pro quo. There's a financial benefit for you, and we get to enjoy the outdoors. So you may want to tap the brakes on that. It's a mutual, mutually beneficial situation, and we need to work together to find an answer. We need to find a way where we're not putting the responsible outdoors people in a situation where they're afraid that they're going to get fined, arrested, or end up with a a bill for being rescued. We have to find this balance. We have to find a way to get the message to the people who have a desire to enjoy the outdoors, but have not yet become fully educated on how to do it responsibly, and make sure we're doing everything we can to protect the people who are responsible for rescuing us in the outdoors. Uh, Many of these search and rescue people are volunteers and the ones that are professionals, well, they have families to go home to. We need to find a way to strike that balance. I don't think you do it by threatening people with arrest and with fines. I just am not going to believe that. I'm sorry. That might upset some people. These people in authority in these states that make these decisions need to realize, like I said, it's a mutually beneficial situation. I'd love to hear some more on this topic. I don't think this issue's going away. It'll be here for a while. On a lighter note, at this point, I'd like to thank a couple of our podcast uh, reviewers, some people who have been showing us some love on iTunes. Start with Leroy Ramirez. Leroy writes, love this. One of, my most, one of the most motivating podcasts out there. Thank you, Leroy. Appreciate it. Warren and more. Great podcast. This is a great podcast. One of my favorites. I always learn something new. And to all my fellow meanderers and people who just love wandering in the woods, remember what John Lennon said, time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, palmabearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. 
Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.